Feather, episode 9. What do we talk about tonight? Uh, first thing, getting corrected about the Grafton Cinema. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, the White Wally closes with the pipe clay. Uh-huh. Posing about in the muscular arms. <laughs> yep. Uh, Maggie Bell in the No Mean City. Uh-huh. And Razor Gangs in My Only Adult Fight. Oh, sounds scary. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Senga, you're a Glasgow Generations in the tranny. Yes, we are. Do you remember? How, do you remember how to do this? Uh, just about. It must have been. Well, was it nine? Two thousand and ten. Was two thousand and ten? Aye, that was the, the last time. Yeah, this is the first time in two thousand and eleven. My God, how time yeah. flies when you're not having fun, eh? Well, things have happened. I well, just have to say just now. Uh, the reason why I've not been on is that Scott and Tracy produced another wee in, into the world. Another wee, wee one. Did, just did, the one. Do you know one that we didn't? No, no, just. A, <laughs> Riley Scott, who's now nearly five months, or just over five months. Exactly. So that's the reason why we've not been on. That's the reason why we've had no mm-hmm. spare That's a good excuse, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we'd, we'd start talking about the No Mean City. All right. Because it's, it's uh, obviously something that not a lot of people like talking about. Um, well. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's part of Glasgow's history. You know, ah. As long as you don't admit to me that you were part of a gang. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people will be interested to know. But I think before we get to that... Um, uh-huh. Obviously, there's been some time between uh, the last episode mm-hmm. back in... It was what, just before Christmas, ne- I think. 19 Canteen. Mm-hmm. So, um, we've got a couple, of, quite, quite a few emails, actually, but um, mm-hmm. I thought I'd read out the more substantive ones. Okay. And uh, the first one in particular was from someone you might know, mm-hmm. uh, a Drew McDermott. Oh, Drew, right, who, right. Um, I think we Lives in France now. We talked about him, didn't we? Yeah, That's he was... Uh, he the was... one that you went camping with and all That's that. right, I... Pally mine right through the school days and um, right. went camping together and did various things, yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. but he's talked to, uh, amongst other things, he's he's corrected you already. Oh, I could believe <laughs> he's, that. Uh, talking about the scouts were in Roper Street, just opposite. Yes, yes, uh, I. Just opposite Newcastle. The brewery. Place. Yes, that's right, that's uh-huh. right. Uh, Trust him. And as your dad will recall, there was a boxing ring in the corner of the hall. Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. God, what a memory. Uh-huh. And the Grafton Cinema was uh, down Parliamentary Road. Yes, I, I know that because after I come after we did the last one when I was listening back, uh-huh. playing back the podcast, I realised, yeah, as usual, I got things wrong. The sure. Grafton was in Parliamentary Road, Parley Road as it was known as. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was at Carlton and the casino was up at Castle Street. Right. Uh-huh. Um, ah, yeah. That's, funny things, you say things on the podcast and when you come back, you maybe play it back. Just like to hear the sound of my own voice. <laughs> Obviously. And um, I thought, God, I've got that wrong. Somebody's going to write in and say, and sure enough, sure enough Drew's sure grabbed it with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said, apparently, before the picture began, the usherette came round spraying the hall with a DDT <laughs> spray can. What's a DDT spray <laughs> can? That's a killer, the bugs and the germs. And <laughs> well, I told you about the flea pit. Aye, that's aye, right. Aye, 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 aye. What, was that the graph? Yeah, I think yeah, it was a graph. Yeah, no. Somebody will probably say, no, it was a Carlton, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> aye. Um, aye, they were talking about um, the, the two <coughs> cinemas at the top end, the Castle Street, where the Carlton, obviously, which I've yes. talked about, and across the road, the casino, That's right. next to Gizzy's, the cafe. Gizzy's, yes, I think we mentioned Gizzy's before. Um, we talked about, or I talked about, uh, and in, in those days, and probably since the 1900s, uh, Glasgow was full of Italian cafes. 
Um, Ronnie obviously be Italians, and Gizzy's was a sort of well-known one-round town head area. Um, that was Gizzy's idea. Well, that's, mm-hmm. that's something actually. Like you mentioned uh, <laughs> Italians. Uh-huh. You were also you were talking before we started recording uh, this about White Wally Closes. Yes, and, yes. Uh, it reminded me, I've got on the website uh, mm-hmm. a poem by Adam McNaughton, mm-hmm. um, and it's, uh, of course I've not got my classes on now, but, uh, oh where is the Glasgow where I used to stay, with the white woolly closes done up with pipe clay, where you knew everyday ground floor to third, and to keep your door shut was considered absurd, where are the wains that played in the street with a jory a peery, a gird with a cleat, what's a gird with a cleat? A gird, yeah. a gird was a round metal ring, and the cleat was a kind of a long straight thing with a hook at the end. And what you did was, you ran along the street, boys, they ran along the street with a gird, and you got the cleat, and you sort of hooked onto the, it's like a big, big metal ring, probably the size of a bike wheel, and you just pushed that along, and that was your entertainment, you yeah. know? It's kind of like PlayStation 3, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> something like that, anyway. Yeah. Simple. <laughs> uh, can they still catch a hudgy or dreep off a dike, which we've obviously Sigh, talked about before? Uh-huh. Play hunch, cuddy hunch, kick the can and the like. What's yeah. hunch, cuddy cunch? I don't know what that that one is. Cuddy yeah. cunch? Hunch, cuddy cunch. I don't know. I don't have any heard of that one before. Uh, and where's the wee shop where I used to buy a quarter of totties, a tuppenny pie, a bag of broke biscuits, a wee sorry scone, and the woman my asked, uh, how's your maggot known? Aye. Uh, where is the tallies that I knew so well? The Italians, obviously. Um, that wee corner shop where they used to sell hot peas and Macallum ice cream in a poke. Oh God, aye, Macallum's ice cream. Aye, you knew they were tallies the minute they spoke. Yeah. Uh, and where is the kludgy that wee cosy sell the string for the system? <laughs> I remember it well. <laughs> where I sat with a Connie and studied the rags. A win for the old firm, a loss for the Jags. Jags. That's it. Uh, where is the tram car that once did a ton down Great Western Road and the old Yoker run? The conductress I knew how to deal with the nyaf. If you're if you're gone, then come on. If you're no, well, get off. off. Uh, I think of the days in my tenement home. Uh, we've got fancy hussies, but they're no, they're just no the same. I'll swap your gazunders, flyovers, and jams for a tuppenny ride in the old Partick trams. Uh, gone is the Glasgow that I used to know. Big Wally, wee Shuey, the Steamy, the Co, the Shilpit, wee Backle, the Glake at Big Dreep. Uh, the boss up the slates and your gas on a peep, whatever really? that means. Ah, just it was a low light, <laughs> a low light. Um, these days weren't they rosy and money was tight. The wages half finished by Saturday night, but still we came through it and weathered the ruts. The reason is simple: our parents had guts. Uh, that's, that's a good description of Glasgow in the fifties. Um, yeah, and a lot of the things that's in that um, we've discussed in the past in yeah. the various podcasts. Aye, uh-huh. um, the guy, whoever he is, is. Hit the well, nail on the head. Adam, Adam McNaughton. Is he an actor or? Uh, well, poem, I, know I, the, <laughs> I know the name, but it's uh, not ringing about McNaughton. Uh, uh, it's maybe a famous it's poem, I think. I, I, think it's, it? I don't think that's all of it, but it's, right. uh, uh-huh. it gives a, a good. Uh, it gives a you a flavour of. Yeah, the 50s, um, a lot of that rings, rings very true, actually, and it's Coincidentally, it's things we've talked about in the and past. The white wally closes. What, what was that all about? The white, sorry, the white wally closes. The, the white wally closes are basically. Um, he talked to Eleanor about piping with clay and what the, the mothers did. Um, and it was a kind of a weekly duty for them. Um, they get pipe clay, and they had to wipe their doorstep. It was like also painting the doorstep with white clay, and it was just giving appearance of the house, keeping mm-hmm. keeping the outside of the house looking nice type of thing. And a lot of them actually did the whole close, the ground floor, going in and in the close. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, did with the white clay as well. But very quickly, obviously, with kids running through it, it got a bit manky. But the doorsteps and the windowsills as well, because what they used to do as well and. I'll be back in the tenements again, particularly where I came from in Black Street. 
he'd have the, the women during the summer days, they'd, they'd open up their windows and they'd bring out a cushion, lean it on the windowsill, or maybe two flights up, three flights up type mm-hmm. of thing. And the biddy next door up the next close would open her window and we'd sit there all night long, yep. hanging out the window, leaning on the cushion, blathering away mm-hmm. um, while the kids were playing out in the stream, what have you type of thing. Yep. And those cells were, were painted with the, the, the pipe clay as well, as well as the doorstep. So that was that, was that wee bit, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Just a mm-hmm. trip down memory lane there. Yeah. Um, but back to Drew's email, actually, just before I forget about him. The camping trip to Benderloch mm. came about because your dad had camped here previously and the farm was called Cherry Tree Farm. God, what a memory this uh, boy's got. He's, he's obviously right. he's obviously written a journal. He's well he can't possibly remember that. How, I mean say, well he's six months older than me and I'm well, I'll be sixty eight this year. Uh-huh. And he's six months old. Remember he was six months older than me, born in the January or December, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um well, I'm in memory. There you go. And we got for permission from the farmer to camp and I borrowed a tent from my uncle, a sea captain. That's right. Uh, who made it from sailcloth. He did. Uh, plus the two missing tent poles. Ah, we talked about that. Which That's were right. made from two by two poles of wood. Uh-huh. Uh, we left them in the bus at Oban. That's <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and by the time we went back, the bus had returned to Glasgow and we never saw them again. That's right. Uh, your dad and I had to walk from uh, Connell Bridge, uh, I know very well, uh-huh. uh, where the wee local bus dropped us to the farm about five miles. Uh-huh. If I remember right, your dad had his guitar with him uh, and the other pe- people in the, the site, carav- uh, caravanners, used to come round our campfire at night and listen to your dad playing his guitar. Oh, perish your thought, eh? Well, I... I, I <laughs> Back in the days I, when you used to have it. <laughs> probably playing it to try to beg for money because we were skint, you know, but that's... <laughs> uh, no worries, uh, I'm sure you made money out of it one way. <laughs> uh, the three girls did invite us up for tea. And, yes, that's uh, right. We were quite embarrassed as we were hardly dressed for a posh tea party. That's right. The one thing I do remember was a slice of tomato sliding out, <laughs> sliding out from my sandwich and me catching it and putting it in the top pocket of my scout shirt. Uh, uh, surreptitiously, of course. Um, does your dad remember not only the singers coming round the back course, which I think... Yes, the street singers, aye. But the guy who used to chain himself up and the, and escape from the chains. That kind of rings a bell a wee bit, um, but I couldn't say with any great definition about that, but Some sort of glass back in my head Houdini. somewhere, aye, aye, a Houdini type, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, aye, God, aye. And there was also a cowboy uh, who came, really, <laughs> who came on a white horse, all dressed up in cowboy gear. Was he oh, just I, don't lost that, was he? I don't remember that. I don't remember that. You're not thinking of Roy Rogers and Trigger at the Glasgow Empire, no? I think we must be going a wee bit there. Uh. <laughs> I think he's made that one up. That's it. But your dad and I also, also used to go away for the day on a Sunday on our bikes and say, yes. Stirling, Langbank and Largs, plus That's other right. places. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. That's uh, Oh, very good, Drew. Some yeah. from Drew. Right. He currently lives in France. He mm-hmm. married a, a French girl, Catherine, mm-hmm. um, and he's been over there for, oh, I don't know, many years now, type of thing. Yeah, you know. Glasgow as soon as he could. <laughs> aye, just about aye. Um, I was in the civil service like myself, and he was, uh, ended up in the foreign office. Uh-huh. Um, and it was actually over here last year because mm-hmm. his sister, Irene, lives, would you believe it, Almost round the corner from me. Not that you're um, giving away people's uh, addresses online, of course. Not at all. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dream of it, you know? <laughs> um, but time sort of flew by and he promised to pop in, but he didn't have the time to do it, so yeah. um, that was that anyway. <laughs> he promised he'd come the next time. Take it all back, Drew. You're, yes, you're, you're dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you're bummed out. That's, uh, no doubt. Well, here's somebody else that um, used to, to be in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, he's now in Australia. His name's David Bryson. Uh, and he, ma- he mailed, uh, emailed in, uh, I think I should have said this, actually, the address was glasgowgenerations at gmail.com. All right, aye, I should have said that at the start. Yeah, right, right. That. So you've been away for five exactly, months, just, just trying to get back into mm-hmm. it. Exactly. But he mm-hmm. says, uh, just been having a wee listen to you and your dad having a blather about the flea pit. Uh-huh. Uh, I was brought up in Toonheed, Townhead, mm. uh, from 42 until I left in 58. 
Clinton, lived right. in uh, Chatham Place, just off Cathedral Street. Yes, I know that, yeah. Uh, does your dad recall Cuddy's Park? Yes, I do, yeah. Cuddy's Park was up towards Pinkston. We, it's actually, probably these days we probably call Pinkston towards Sight Hill. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know where the, I think there used to be high, the high, high flats, yeah. high flats up there. Mm-hmm. I think they're actually destroying them now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cuddy's Park, you actually we used to go up there and like, have a pit and well. I kind of talked about that in one of the early episodes where we used to go to Alexander Park. That's right. I had a few lock and we had what we called, quote, a picnic. And you take your sugar oily water That's and right, uh, yeah. your jam piece. Mm-hmm. And sometimes instead of going to Huggenfield Lock or um, Alexander Park, we went up the Cuddies mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Same difference, you know, it's the same idea. Just to kids at that in those days, because you lived in the tenements, anywhere sort of beyond 500 yards was like going on holiday, <laughs> you know. And uh, I was getting the transport options there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there wasn't any transport for us, you know, you couldn't afford <laughs> some. But uh, ah, the Cuddies Park oh, guy. Nice uh-huh. And uh, what else is he say? Jack's Mountain. Oh, I don't know that. Jack's Mountain? Jack's Mountain, yeah. No, I don't know that one at all. Oh, you have to tell don't us, remember it anyway at the minute. You have to give us a bit more information, David, about that. Uh-huh. Um, your dad mentioned that the Grafton Picture House was just across the road from Casino. Yeah, yeah, The yeah, Grafton yeah. was I actually, actually I, I, parliamentary I, I, road, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> That's true, they're ganging up in me now, right? Exactly. Aye. Uh, does he remember St James's Picture House on Stirling Road? Stirling Road. Mm-hmm. Aye, that was a picture house up a close. Up, up, up. Aye, but that's what he says, the only picture house in Glasgow that's up That's right, place. aye, it's all, I mean, it's all gone now, still in roads, uh, uh, um, it's all gone type of thing, as it was told before, the whole town. Well, is that a residential close, or? No, it's just a close just type a, of yeah, thing, yeah. aye. Yeah. I mean, you've got to remember, Townhead was, was sort of kind of, it was all, it was all tenements, uh-huh. it was all tenements, there was nothing sort of fancy yeah. about Townhead, you know, um, Kennedy Street, Black Street, Bear Street, mm-hmm. um, Glebe Street, Castle Street, uh, Chatham, Mm-hmm. Where the lad he came from, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, what was his name again? Uh, David Bryson. Bryson. Yeah. No, I don't remember the name Bryson. Uh-huh. But uh, aye, that's. I feel you don't remember much, but. The picture was <laughs> up, up a stair, you know, uh, uh-huh. which you wouldn't believe, you know. Uh, there you go. And uh, got another one from uh, Ronnie Simpson. Didn't play for Celtic, did he? Uh, Goalkeeper. Uh, well, it could, it could be. <laughs> Let's see what he says. Uh, I only recently came across a podcast I've enjoyed each and every one. That's, there's, there's a surprise for a start. Mm. <laughs> Did we pay him? Uh, I've now ca- caught up and just finished Dizzy. Uh, oh, we talked about that last time. Uh, I thought I'd put figures to keyboard and express my thanks for the series and to encourage future episodes. Mm-hmm. I was born in Johnston in 1951. Right. Uh, I won't hold that against him. <laughs> exactly. And I might be a wee bit younger than your dad, but I can relate to most of the recollections. Uh-huh. I particularly enjoyed the later episodes about the music scene as I played in various pubs in Glasgow in one of those noisy pub groups uh-huh. in the late 60s, early 70s. Right. Uh, I can't remember most of the pub names, but a few were the Burns House. Oh, the yes. Centre. The Burns House. Fine, I know that well. Uh-huh. Want me to talk about yeah, Burns House? Burn South was actually in West Regent Street, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean we're talking late sixties, early seventies, and it was known for sort of rock and blues bands coming in, uh-huh. um, and two or three of the kind of names who'd started off. Um, Ronnie will probably was it Ronnie was Ronnie Simpson, yeah. Um, Maggie Bell, who's a great blues singer, um, she was in a band called Stone the Crows. Stone the Crows. Right? Started uh-huh. there. Alec Harvey with a sensational Alec Harvey band. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Also started in uh, the Burn South. Uh, another fella, a good guitarist, Robin Trower, who eventually, either before or after, I can't quite remember, played with Procol Harum. Oh, yeah. Type of uh, thing. White or Shade of Pale? Pardon? White or Shade of Pale? White or Shade of Pale, mm-hmm. yes. Um, Gary Brooker, he was a keyboard man. Uh-huh. Um, the Birds South was a, that was a start of really sort of kind of what you'd call trendy music pubs yeah. type of thing. You know, that was, that was West Regent Street. Um, Maggie Bell, what actually. Do you mean trendy, I mean, what do you mean trendy music pubs? Well, where are. 
Well, the, the kids who thought they were in the know um, went there. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to maybe the, some of the pubs that were not quite up to mark sort of mm-hmm. thing. You know, they were even modernised, what have you, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the in crowd, if you want to call it that, yeah. if you like. We thought, oh, I'm obviously part you're of the part of it. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. I thought it chugged me out. But uh, going back to Maggie Bell, funnily enough, um, you know, probably most listeners, or the listener, if there's more than one. <laughs> Um, Target, the Scottish detective series. There's been a murder. There's been a murder. Right. The original um, song that was dubbed over the titles was sung by Maggie Bell. Um, I mean, I don't watch Target and haven't watched City. it for years. Aye. Mm-hmm. But, oh, she's got a fantastic voice. Mm-hmm. Um, really is. And she's still going strong. I mean, she must be in her 60s now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, what a gutsy singer type of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Really great. And the other pub in that neck of the woods um, was the Muscular Arms, which I'd meant to talk about Yep. When we were talking about the Whitehall, which mm-hmm. was my mm-hmm. favourite. The Muscular Arms was in the West Nile Street in the corner of Nelson Mandela Square. Um, that that later... Put the Pizza Hut is... Where the Pizza Hut's right yeah, in the corner. Yeah. I think it's still there, just at the corner of West Nile Street as you go uh-huh. down, left-hand side. Yep. Um, that, there was three floors in the, the Muscular Arms, and that was a new pub um, that everybody flocked to. Mm-hmm. Because... Mm-hmm. It's, it's, pubs were becoming more and more popular and uh, they were trying to glam them up type of thing yep. um, this place had three floors the ground floor was like a bar just a normal type of bar mm-hmm. the first floor was all done up um, kind of glam style Hollywood style there used to be big icon pictures of say Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brian Ferry who used to be with Roxy Music yep, type of uh, thing um, and a lot of them said we tended to be in the first floor all the time then you know um, and we always met up there on a Saturday night and the top floor was called the single end, single single end, uh-huh. which is a derivative from the the old tenement houses. A single end was the end house yep, uh-huh. type of thing, and that was done up like a single end. Um, I mean, they had a pulley hanging from the ceiling with washing on it type of thing, <laughs> uh-huh. and a window which purported to look at as if you were looking at a tenement window type oh, of thing. Right, right, right. Um, a bar in there as well, obviously. Now, but we never bothered with that. We always stuck to the. The glam one. Yep. Uh-huh. But that was the muscular arms for you. Uh-huh. Um, we bit of a poser's pub. Shocker. That's why we went there, you know. Obviously, yep. Uh-huh. But uh, that was the two pubs, but to say the fella talks about the bunch of South He also mentions the tall cranes in Govan. Oh, I know, I didn't know. <laughs> well, I didn't know Govan very well until I got lost one time, um, but that's another story. Yeah, tell um, us a story. <laughs> oh, well, I was in the, <clears throat> it was the first year I was in the Scouts, and we talked about that before, uh-huh. and um, it was towards Christmas time it was coming up and um, that was the shows were on at the Kelvin Hall uh-huh, uh-huh. and they asked all living Black Street at the time in Townhead and um, my dad and my mum gave me some money to go to the shows it was to be the, all the scouts were there so I had my uniform on mm-hmm. and went down to the bottom of Parliamentary Road Parley Road as it was known as uh, and jumped on the tram car thinking it was the right one that was taking me to the Kelvin Hall mm-hmm. um, and ended up in Govan um, Obviously jumped in the wrong the car there, yeah. <laughs> and uh, was totally lost didn't know where I was and um, was actually stopped in the street by a woman she said where are you going son I said I'm going to the Kelvin Hall there's nowhere near <laughs> no, here not. you know and all I could say I was panicking a wee bit was my name's Charlie Doherty and I live in Black Street <laughs> and uh, I kept on I can remember it now still seeing it and she actually took me up to her house now mm-hmm. you wouldn't you wouldn't allow that to happen these no, days these because days, eh? I mean I was, I was just 11 coming up to 12 yep and um, she actually took me up to the ho- her house, um, wherever that was, and her husband was there. Mm-hmm. And she, get her own, <laughs> she gave me a big red apple. And um, she was explaining to her husband, this wee boy's got himself lost. He just, the guy just totally ignored me. Uh-huh. So she finished the apple and she obviously twigged 11 Black Street. Where's that? Surprised love because you told her, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Townhead. 
So she took me back down the stairs again, and along the road, say, I think it was probably Govan Cross or somewhere, came up with us two policemen, mm-hmm. who explained explained to them what the situation was, and they took me to the tram car mm-hmm. and sent me back up to the town head again, Whereas in the right the, tram. These days, the police would have taken you home. But. Probably, <laughs> aye, aye. Uh-huh. Um, and I always remember going into Gizzy's, we talked about it earlier on, because uh-huh. the spending money that my mum and dad gave me, I went into Gizzy's and bought a packet of sweeties, uh-huh. with sweeties. And we back up the road, up to the house, and of course, Mum and Dad said, You're back, Kelly. I haven't been. You know, I've got lost. Where were you? In Govan. What? <laughs> and that's my sum total knowledge of Govan. So the, the yeah, tall ships, so the they tall call crane, it. Yeah, the tall crane. Obviously named after the crane. Probably yeah, shipyards. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, but I was never a. I, for, well, I tell you, I did get lost a second time in Govan. <laughs> because when I left school, I went to. I was going for an interview, um, an exam rather, to be a draftsman. John Brown Shipyards. Oh, I think you've, you've told us what about did that. I tell you that yeah. one? No, no. And got lost and turned That's up right. halfway through the exam and uh-huh. obviously failed it. Oh, right. <laughs> I, 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 so the, the, I think the moral of the story is don't go to Govan. Uh, no, I mean, I, I'm... <laughs> but if you do, go with a map. I'm yeah. well known for being um, lacking in navigational skills. Surely not. I'm sure mm. one would have a different view of that. Oh, God, no. And he was also saying um, the, uh, there was pubs in the Govan Road. You might not know then, but he was talking about um, they were known locally only by numbers. Um, and he seems to be saying uh, we're playing the number four tonight. Oh no, I didn't. Know. Well, I mean, no other pubs. We just knew the names, but maybe mm-hmm. you know, it was like number four, Govan Road was a pub, and mm-hmm. twenty seven was up. So I, uh, I'm guessing that maybe. Been, yeah. uh, but our claim to fame was that we practiced in the same scout hall as the Chris McClure section. Oh God, Chris McClure. He's still doing rounds, Christian. Is he? Aye, he's that. He's done pantomime now. Coloured fella. Uh-huh. He was a good singer at the time. Um, and he went solo, oh, um, probably into the 70s. Mm-hmm. And uh, you still see him occasionally in pantomimes. Oh, yeah. Aye, in Glasgow. Aye. Oh, Aye. Chris McClure. The Chris McClure section, I think they were called. Uh-huh. Um, Christian was his name. You've been disappointed. That's right. The girl or the guy didn't turn up type of thing and you got uh, a dizzy. Yeah. That was the answer to that. Well done, Ronnie, for that. And I hope you're the, the goalkeeper you used to play for Celtic. If you are, then uh, yeah, <laughs> come up and see me sometime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the team of the 60s. But there's this, we've reached uh, almost 22 minutes and uh, we've still not talked about No Mean City, but you did mention it. Yes, I t- touched on it very briefly. So I mean, does, where does No Mean City come from? No Mean City uh, probably goes back to the late 50s after the war, the Second World War, um, when things were tight and gangs around the Gorbals area were known, razor gangs. Um, I, I'm not keen to talk about that, that particular area, but I know it's good to, to, to mention it because mm-hmm. obviously from from what was then and what is now, I mean, there's vast improvements as we all know about Glasgow. But No Mean City, it was because of the... It was a tough area, mm-hmm. Glasgow. Um, you know, poverty was there, and, and you know people were sort of the, the lesser off, shall we say, maybe desperate for cash. They grouped together, uh, they formed gangs, just as they, they still do to this to this day, I think. Um, but they were a bit rougher then, you know, and uh, they'd just slash anybody just for looking at them, yeah. type of thing. Um, I'd mentioned a way back in one of the earlier podcasts, um, probably one of 
the, the early ones, mm -hmm. there was a couple of gangs who used to, just the mere mention of their name, used to put the fear of death into you. Mm -hmm. And they used to live up near the Pinchney area, up near where the Cuddies were. Yeah. There was two gangs, and we never all saw them. All you did was hear about them. Mm -hmm. There was the Swanee Gang and the Chain Gang. And, you know, stories abounded about what these guys were up to, mm -hmm. type of thing. And don't go near the Pinchney area because of the, the Swanee Gang will get you, and God knows what they'll do to you, and the Chain Gang. But we never ever saw anything about gangs. I mean, you'd hear about it, and, and, and Saturday nights, uh, when I was a wee bit older, when I was in the Winchin area type of thing, the era, 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 not era, Winchin era, um, the old Buchanan Street bus station, which is obviously not the same as it is now, yeah. you were going up there to get the last bus home, and there was fights, and you know, people kicking the daylights at each other, and mm -hmm. the razors would come out, mm -hmm. and you know, people were getting slashed, and up to the Royal type of thing. Um, and it all emanated from the Gorbals first, because the Gorbals was probably the worst area after the war when the bombings went on and all the rest of it. And um, probably due to lack of funds, or, or I mean, I really don't know the reason why these people did what they did type of thing. The same as now, I mean, if you go into the more destitute areas, people are a bit sort of desperate. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, they'll maybe touch into drugs and God knows what else. But these guys formed gangs and they had their own territories. And you knew... Don't go there because that's the Swanee Gang's area or mm -hmm. the Chain Gang or the Pinkson Gang. Mm -hmm. um, but we, all we did was hear about them or read about them. I mean, you think a lot of it was just stories? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, if you go by the press and they know the, the, the killings that went on, mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking about murders. Yeah. You know, there's, a, there's been a murder. There's been a murder. <laughs> Another one. Um, it was, I mean... I've saw fights. I mean, we didn't see a great deal of it. On a Saturday night when the pubs come out, and I say, in those days, the pubs shut at half past nine. Mm -hmm. And latterly, it would have been in ten o'clock, and it's changed now. And too much to drink, you know, and standing waiting for a bus, and somebody jostles somebody else, and you get it currently. Mm -hmm. Waiting in taxi ranks, somebody jumps the queue. Out comes a fight, you know. But these days, it's just a, a punch fight, usually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In those days, it was razors. That was, that was you know, the, so it came in their pocket. Mm -hmm. Now it's knives it seems to be type of thing and you, you always read it in the papers at the weekend you know such and such had happened and such and such was murdered or slashed or 50 stitches in his back or his mm -hmm. neck type of thing um, and it was a thing you didn't want to get yourself involved in or you know it was in the back of your mind but keep away from that area because I don't want anything to do with it yeah. uh, and the, the people who like to live right just didn't get involved in it type mm -hmm. of thing you know um, and it went on and on for many a year and it went into the probably the early 60s and then the, the whole sort of lifestyles all started to change and as I said the tenements were flattened down and, and there was better housing coming in um, and in those days late 50s early 50, early 60s there was more jobs available and employment was becoming better money was becoming more available and whether it was a combination of that or education or what have mm -hmm. you people started to see a bit more sense I'm thinking but it's maybe turning back again now because of what you're reading the papers these days type yeah, of thing uh -huh. but uh, no, the No Mean City it gave Glasgow a really bad name and it was down to sort of kind of drink, mm -hmm. too much to drink. Mm -hmm. um, as I said, it was, the pub shut at half past nine and when the bell went, 20 past nine, it was a, just a mad scramble to get as much in your neck mm -hmm. as you can. And the consequence of that was they're coming out roaring drunk and they'd pick a fight with anybody, mm -hmm. pick a fight with a shadow, just for the sake of it. Spend all their money, get paid on a Friday night with their wages and that was another thing that was well common in those days. The guy, the wife's never worked because they were looking after the wains, the mm -hmm. kids, type of thing. So they never worked. Um, if they were lucky, they might have had a wee part-time job. But the guy would get his wages in a week, his weekly wages in a brown packet on a Friday night, blow it mostly in drink on a Friday night, mm -hmm. and come back and maybe beat up the wife 
Yeah. No money in that, was it? Just like the Adam McDonald poem was saying that well, um, after wages go on by Saturday night. Well, that's right, right. that's right. Um, and then, of course, we got the Glasgow Fair. What happened then was that the Glasgow Fair and the Fair Friday let people understand the Glasgow Fair was a traditional holiday period um, in two weeks in July. Mm-hmm. Um, and virtually the whole of Glasgow shut down. Mm-hmm. Factories, shops, offices for the Glasgow Fair. People went down the water. <laughs> Talk about that maybe another time. Um, but most, the, the, the weekly paid workers, um, the actors in classes, shall we call it, <laughs> um, they got paid at, paid off at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And right away, straight into the pub. Come out of shipyards, maybe, which was a classic one. Come out of shipyards with their wage packet, straight across the road into the pub, blew most of the money in their drink. Yep. Come back on a Friday night, and the wife's standing at the close waiting for the wages, and he probably beat her up because he'd hardly any money left. Mm-hmm. And that was... That was the whole lifestyle for a lot of people mm-hmm. in the 50s then. Um, thank God we've, we've turned the corner and we'd be better now. Glasgow's a cosmopolitan exactly. city now. Still not shaking that reputation though. But no, no, but yeah. I, I'll always be with you. I mean, it's like New York and places like that. They've all got their bad names. Mm-hmm. London, I mean, I was in London for six years and there's areas in London you wouldn't want to go near. Mm-hmm. Um, and it still has reputations about it's it. Crazy and all that. Yeah. The Cray East End, you know, and that, it's a... It's a history, it's there, and we'll never go away. It's, it was part of a town. Um, Glasgow with no been city, um, and Birmingham, Manchester, mm-hmm. the hoodies in Manchester, things like that. I mean, a, a lot, you see a lot of books being written by the the lords of the crime back then these days who seem to take some sort of pride in what they did back well, then. Well, I... Did you remember the, back then the, the big names? No, well, I mean, probably more the, the London ones. You mentioned uh, the Cray twins there. I mean, it was a guy called um, Freddie... Oh, he was a nutter, a killer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these guys became celebrities. Mm-hmm. And they mixed with the sort of the stars of the day type of thing. Um, up here there was, um, what was his name again now? He became a sculptor, James Boyle, Jimmy Boyle. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a killer, um, I think more than one occasion. And he was the big big guy in Glasgow here. Um, got a life sentence, went to prison, um, took up sculpting and art, eventually married a... I think she was a solicitor or something like that. Um, somebody from a high profession. And uh, he's now legit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a killer. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other bigger names back then. Um, well, you had the sock and the ice cream wars. That was going into the 60s. Um, Thompson. Thompson was a big, big... He's actually dead now. Mm-hmm. His son got killed a few years ago in a, a shooting, I think it was, or a stabbing. Um, these were the guys then, the ice cream wars, you know... Guys would have a, a run with ice cream vans, and um, you know you don't get into that territory. And if they did encroach into that territory, presumably well, the ice cream vans weren't just selling ice cream. Probably not drugs and God knows mm-hmm. what else type of thing. Now you know it's the same. You know, laundering the, the money type of thing. You know, mm-hmm. um, by the Thompson then was it Jimmy Thompson? Can't remember his first name, but he was he was the the crime lord of Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as I know, he died just a few years ago there, but. One of his sons, kind of beefy guy, I think you call him Beefcake or something like that, he was killed, stabbed in a, a gang warfare thing. So it was still going on mm-hmm. um, into the 70s, 80s, um, but not to the degree, the degree as it was in the way of the 50s mm-hmm. was, you know. Um, it was probably an era you wouldn't want to be in. And you never got in any fights like that yourself? Did you just uh, avoid it as much as you could? Avoid as much. There was once I got involved in a fight, um, apart from standing up for Tommy Steele against the uh, other well, we'll talked about that, that's um, I was remember I was actually I've been to a Celtic game at Hamden. It was a cup final, and uh, I was winching mum at that time, mm-hmm. and I uh, got back into Glasgow um, just in uh, Hope Street, and I was running heading towards um, Double Street to get the bus mm-hmm. 
to get back up to Queensley. And um, I come by the corner of, um, oh, where the hell was it now? It was a corner of uh, Hope Street and, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Bass no, 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 not Bass Street. Hope Street and uh, where the bus comes in. Oh, God, what a memory. Uh, anyway, four guys were standing there, a bag of chips. This was about half past five at night, Saturday night. I was running to get this bus. Bars right through them. Um, sorry, lads. To find out, turned back, and the four of them started chasing me. Went belting up the street, heading towards Douglas Street, and you're climbing up a hill mm-hmm. to get to Douglas Street, which before you got to Sucky Hill Street. And uh, they caught up with me and laid on into me. The only thing I could remember was I took my glasses off, mm-hmm. held them in my hands, and I curled myself into a ball on the floor, and I was getting kicked about from head to foot. Um, eventually, they got fed up with me um, <laughs> and just went away. Um, bags of chips everywhere. Yeah. I got back up the road, and my knuckles were cutting bruise, didn't let my mum see it type of thing that you know but mm-hmm. your mum when I met her that night for the pictures what's the smart of you big face was all cut up here oh, I beat them all up <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Ah, I was 24 of them in there. <laughs> that's the only time I was involved in a fight mm-hmm. um, of no, not of my choosing mm-hmm. pure accident I was running to catch the bus and bash through them mm-hmm. um, God, I can't remember the name of that street so the bus comes in from oh god anyway it didn't matter corner of Hope Street uh-huh. um, where a 101 restaurant used to be I'm getting worse. <laughs> I really am. I'll remember when this shuts off. The punches you got you just just mess with your head. <laughs> Parallel to um, Argyle Street. Mm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But, but go, that but was the only time, you know. As I say, the, you know, the, at least you're right. The, the the reputation appears to have changed. Yes, I. I'm glad to say because mm. um, I think you know, Glasgow is a cosmopolitan city, as you well know, probably more than me, because you're living up there now, and I'm down in it. Mm-hmm. The stick, the sticks here down in Ayrshire, mm-hmm. um, but I love going back up to Glasgow, and uh, I love to see the changes that's in there, and um, I love to see the the tourists and the visitors all with their wee books and their wee maps, looking at the pointy where they're going. Looking up the top ten Glasgow guide, of course. Well, uh, you've got uh, your yeah. top ten Glasgow guide, which I believe is used quite a lot. So, um, yeah. Uh, things move on, progress yeah. um, for the better. I have to say, you know. If people get any memories of that or anything else that uh, Feather was talking about mm-hmm. tonight, mm-hmm. Uh, I think as I say before, Glasgow Generations at Gmail dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we'll leave it there. We, we, at least we did talk about the No Mean City a wee aye, bit. Aye, aye. <laughs> well, as I say, I was a wee bit of reluctance to talk about. It. I, I mean, know, I felt yeah. as if we're doing Glasgow a bad name, but it, it, it was history. It was part of the fifties, so yeah, it's worth a mention. Aye, somebody else will probably put us right in terms of a lot more information than yeah. than what I've got in my old tired head here. You know, <laughs> exactly. Well, you go away to sleep now. Yes, you? I'll take a pill and uh, lie in a darkened room for for a couple of hours. That's you know? it, exactly. Well, until the next time. Hopefully, it's not too far away this time. So. Yes, I. <laughs> until the next time. See you later. Okay. Bye bye now. Cheerio. Oh, Senga, you've missed it again.